Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. The Last Kids on Earth and their superhero alter egos are back in the latest installment of the graphic novel spinoff series, The Last Comics on Earth, Too Many Villains. Jack, June, Quint, and Dirk face their biggest challenge yet, creating the sequel to their hit graphic novel in a mad dash, puzzle-filled race across Apocalyptia to stop the biggest evil plan in history. Hey, you know what the creators of Last Comics on Earth's evil plan is? Make me and my kids love these books. Seriously, my younger kid is a huge fan of both the Last Kid series and the Last Comic series. It's true. And now I'm hooked too. The whole team has created a delightful cast of characters with some fantastic kid-friendly art throughout that will appeal to readers of all ages. Buy your copy of The Last Comics on Earth in stores today. You can also visit lastkidsonearth.com to learn more. Hey, you know me, I love comic books. Yes, me too. I also love comic books. You know what, though? With all the comic books we read and review, I don't have time for my true passion, video games. That's definitely not true. That's why I want to tell you all about this week's sponsor, the Gaming Ride Home Podcast, which has video game news, rumors, reviews, release dates, everything posted every day at 5 p.m., perfect for your drive home. We live in New York. We don't have cars. When I'm driving home in my car, I love to listen to host Kyle Hilliard chat down the day's video game topics, and the great news is the podcast is only 15 or 20 minutes long. Oh, you could have just said that you listened to it on the subway or something. Basically, Kyle is online all day catching up on video games, so I don't have to. And then I can go home and play all my video games instead of reading my dumb comics. What is your deal? Two years of podcasts and 25 million downloads can't be wrong. If you're a gaming fanatic, then catch up on the latest gaming news every day. Search your podcast app right now and subscribe to Gaming Ride Home. Alex, I need you to apologize to comic books, the concept of comic books right now. I'm so sorry. That feels better. Welcome to Comic Book Club. Put your hands together for your hosts, Alex, Justin, and Pete. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. And I'm Pete. And that's our man of the booth, Roddy Rotten. Roddy Rotten. The most Hello. rotten Roddy uh, in the world. Thank you guys so much for coming out today. As we all know, it is the first night of Mardi Gras. Yes. Technically the only night I believe. And I gotta say, Pete had this bit. He's just backstage that was gross, and we are not going to do it. It was putrid, Pete. Putrid. And that you even thought about it. It was something about throwing beads to superhero ladies. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. He was all in on it, and I was like, no, no way am I doing that. You're yeah. you're an awful person. That's am I? And that's yes. or or are you the awful person for coming up with that bit? How are you going to be cutting loose on tonight's show for Mardi Gras? Oh man, well, Mardi Gras uh, traditional. You you got a little wild parades happen. Sure. Down well, what I always do is I, I bake myself a king cake and then I bake the Scarlet Witch's children into the cake. <laughs> Jesus, what are you talking about? <laughs> like a little baby in the cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I know the traditional king cake. Right. Uh, <laughs> brought up something horrifying. Uh, Pete, how are you going to be cutting loose on today's show? Tonight's uh, show. 
Um, I'm just going to do what I always do. Oh, ooh, let us inside your world. What does that mean? How does the actor prepare for his performance on uh, an evening like Pete tonight? has been eating muffaletta sandwiches all day ooh, long. Ooh, muffaletta. Yeah. We had a uh, small Mardi Gras celebration at work, which involved um, wings uh, for some reason and a very strong punch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. that explains that podcast we taped earlier. That's exactly right, where yeah. everything was just right. <laughs> <laughs> Now, here's another podcast we're going to be taping right here, right now, with one of our favorite guests on the show. He's a comedian all around town. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Matt Towson! Matt Towson! we've had on Nat on too many times lately. Yeah. He's a little too he's a little too comfortable. Oh, speaking oh, of too boy. comfortable. No, he's oh. wearing a comic hat. That was fun. Yeah, it was Mardi Gras, baby. Yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah, there he you was go. really cutting this. Everybody's like doing that about. down at uh, the yep. the leans. Mm-hmm. What? The, the, the leads. The leads? That's the how you're in New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. It's short. I don't want to waste. Yeah, that's usually how people shorten Nola. it, too. Yes. Now, Nat, uh, there's something we have to get out of the way mm-hmm. up here, okay. up front, right at the top of the show, because I know it's going to crop up in the middle of me saying something else otherwise. Yes. Uh, Pete uh-huh. challenged you to something about a year ago. Okay. Uh, You've you been dodging do, me for a year. Pete, I know you were asleep at the current time. I could tell by your physical position. Yeah. Hey, man, don't hey, yell at me because there's a low rider all I, couch. So all I see is I look over at this couch. Justin's sitting like a normal person. Like a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> like a good, attentive boy. And what are you over here slouching? You do not need to lay out like that. F- fuck you, man. At you that sit point, on like, this couch. The way your body is, that has to be uncomfortable. Pete, uh, posture uh, projects uh, good personality. You know, <laughs> and I think you should. Uh, you're slouching Stop. like a slow sloozer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyways, Nat, you said that what you oh, were working Pete, sorry, on. Sorry, I didn't see you back there. Your head is so low. Yeah. What you were working couch. on was going to change the internet forever. It was going to... I think uh, I might have said the world forever, yeah, actually. The just world, to... yeah. Wow, you're raising the, your own stakes. And yeah. I, uh, I said, uh, well, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's uh, do a friendly wager of... This punching, is not a friendly wager, by the way. Uh, <laughs> punching you in the face if you are wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I believe it was the stomach. Uh, by the way, I just oh, want to stomach? mention, uh, just okay. in the way that you're sitting right now, very cool. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm just your um, assistant principal here to just check in and make sure everyone's no. doing good and feeling great. Uh, did you know that uh, Shakespeare was the original comic book podcaster? <laughs> yeah. You guys like rap music. Well, Shakespeare had a little bit to say about rap. Uh, <laughs> Go on. <laughs> you guys like superheroes. You know who the first superhero was? That's right. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm also a youth pastor, and I yes. shouldn't be in your classroom. Uh, my favorite part of the New Testament is when Jesus gets bitten by a radioactive spider. He does no, come back to right. life pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, he yes. does. He's they, got like well, a they Jean re- Grey turnaround rate yeah, when it comes to... Classic Marvel Comics resurrection thing. Yeah, they're like, oh, like you you know back in biblical times, they were like, Jesus is dead. And they're like, come on, he's just going to be back bad, in like three yeah. issues. Yeah. <laughs> I don't buy it. <laughs> so anyway... And now he's got powers. Sorry, go on. Yeah. <laughs> when would you like your punch in the stomach is the question. So, no, wait, so we, hold yeah, on. Lay yeah, it out. Alex, please, go ahead. Yeah, well, the, Take you, you uh, worked work... Mm-hmm. At a place called Botnik Studios. Have not been fired. <laughs> well, well, we agree until after the show. Uh, so Botnik Studios, mm-hmm. which uh, helps 
power. I'm not going to describe this. That's well, great. You, uh, we we use like uh, basically uh, different sorts of uh, AI and predictive technologies to write predictive comedy. Text. Yeah, predictive That's text. Right. We use uh, RNNs like neural networks. We use all different kinds of sort of. Uh, computer software and prediction to generate comedy and other media. Right, like and those I'm tweets de- where everybody's definitely training bots to do things. Alex, <laughs> you're pushing my buttons, buddy. There's a, there's so, a dark side to buttons. So you're not only uh, for robots taking our jobs, you're actually helping that happen. I think this was the initial uh, yeah. attack that started this fight in the right. first part where Pete accused me of... Um, Pete, if he looks at you in the way that um, uh, old-timey cartoon characters would see uh, meat when they look at something when they're mm-hmm, hungry, mm-hmm. Pete looks at you and sees the, the cell phone not turning on with the way he wants it. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a frustrated technology thing. The, so at Podnik Studios, you created and uh, fundraised for a... <laughs> you were right there. First beer? I was laughing and I poured beer on myself. (laughs) Go on. Uh, Is it a little too bitter for you, the taste of beer? Yeah, you know, I've only had Zima so far. I've had sips of my dad's beer. Matt's having his first full beer, so (laughs) let's Mardi Gras. (laughs) Matt's 16, and he's here with his robot future to ruin our adult lives. (laughs) So you created an album. You did a predictive text album, which was great. Super fun. Thank you very much. Yeah, Uh, we did an album. Each song is created in a different way. Uh, Some of them are just predictive text. Uh, One of them was we trained a neural network on uh, dozens of country songs and then we had it spit out individual lines that could be in a country song and then we referenced a rhyming dictionary to find which lines would actually uh, rhyme with each other and then we structured that into a song and then we recorded that song. So that's just like one example. So the bet that you made... that's Old Town Road, right? That's Old Town Road. Yeah, exactly. We were very successful. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Bet solved. He changed the world. Uh, the So the bet, remind me if I'm wrong about this, Pete, but the bet was... Uh, he said, I think the world is... We're going to change the world, right? right? And you were like, if the world is the same afterwards... I get to punch you. That's right. Is that correct? Yeah. That was the bet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Would you say, Nat, that the world is same the same before and after your album was released? You know, it's a good question because, um, you know, I, Pete, let, let's stand up for this, too, because I think, I think we're ready. No, I think we're ready. Yeah, First off, okay, here we go. He's and, out of the chair. You know, last time I was on the show, we, we brought this up, and Pete was, Pete was ready to punch me. Right, um, yes. But uh, I said that the only real way that our work could reach enough people as we needed um, to actually change the world was to have the amplification of the world's greatest comic book podcast. I mean, would you oh, agree with me? Oh, what are you good. doing? You agree this with me? Not, I'm not going to help you not get punched in right, the stomach. Right, exactly. The only Stop way. pandering to our audience. I'm not. I'm not pandering at it, all. I'm you making are no gesturing. motions. I'm making... <laughs> Yeah, none whatsoever. The listening audience at home can understand that the seated audience is losing their minds right now. <laughs> the only way that we are going to change the world... People want to see me punch you in the stomach. ...is if I go on Comic Book Club and say, you got to download the Songularity from Botnik Studios. And that's what we said. The last time we agreed the reason you weren't going to punch me was because we hadn't yet put it to the true test which was promoting it on Comic Book Club. That's wow. right. No, that's... It's, it's true. That's it's true. bullshit. That you can't punch time. this we, man now. It's time. been a year, you asshole. You didn't change shit. That was in uh, December. Take your punch like a man. I mean, can, that was in December, and we can all agree that that was enough time. Probably that was enough time, but I just remembered that was the episode that got deleted. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so we actually did get... Uh, we're going to have to... You know, now that it's out there... 
All right, we'll sit down. We'll, right. we'll, we'll bring well, it up. Interesting there was a technology. No, no, fuck that. I'm standing. No, no, no. All that. Motherfuckers can vouch. You notice how I got him standing? Look at his posture. He's erect. It's perfect. Gorgeous. Your posture is His spine is alive. You woke the beast. Now you've got to take your punch. blood going to his head now. Look at that. Yeah, uh, that, I'm not sitting beat. down until I'm punching you, motherfucker. <laughs> so let's settle you this. start punching, and something will get in the way. <laughs> right. Pete, I understand you're upset. Here's what we're going to say. We're going to formalize an agreement right okay. here. All right, okay. it's yeah. been a year. I, we'll and, formalize. But an agreement we haven't right here. talked about it on Comic Book Club. He we has, need to see if the Comic Book Club given, audience, we the are greatest give audience it the in the patented world, can change it. Comic Book Club bump. Yeah, for the singularity. <laughs> what are you talking Everybody about? Everybody knows the bump, about this. baby. The bump. <laughs> but so this is the bump. This is the bump. But December. It's the big easy, baby. Mardi Gras. The bump. The guy with the bump. Who are you? You gotta give it the bump. <laughs> yeah, gotta give it the bump. Yeah. When was the singularity first released? Oh, last summer. Last summer. Yeah. No, that was, okay. That was so a while ago. Uh, so early, early fall. Early fall. You have a bunch of hair on your back. Oh, gross. <laughs> but we didn't have our official release. No, no, no. That's my sweater. It's growing. Oh, cool. <laughs> that's a whole other issue. You, you were literally picking stuff off of his sweater? No. <laughs> well, I'm not ever. I never he's, sit this high. And there's he's <laughs> slowly turning into a bottomless monkey. Yeah. <laughs> you should punch Alex. Alex, I actually want to. <laughs> that's a good point. I should correct that. It went out to our Patreon backers last fall. We had the official album release show on January 2nd of this year. So it hasn't been that okay, long. Okay, so January 2nd. So here's what, I, here's what I'd say. This is bullshit. Oh, no, you no, get no, me worked up like I'm going to punch him, and then I don't get to punch him. Speaking as that and your legal representative, here's <laughs> what I think we could say. <laughs> right good now, lawyer. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, a good, only a good lawyer could represent both sides. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this album was officially released on January 2nd. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is mid to late February now. It's late. It's not mid, asshole. I mean, you know it's what? a shorter month. It's a leap year, Pete. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'll remind exactly. you. It's a you know what? Why don't you represent that? And I'll <laughs> Ooh, represent, I like this. I'll like represent this. my client, Pete LePage. <laughs> All right. My Jedi husband and client, <laughs> Pete now, LePage. My client, Nat Towson. Released his album. Wait, hold up. What, is, right. this, what is this hairy sweater character? <laughs> Just my gorilla sweater. Yeah. Upset you in some way. <laughs> this is how I intimidate other people's <laughs> it's, it's I don't think it's, it's a, confusing. A it's nothing else. It's very confusing. All I'm saying is my client at a, fu- a future date would like to punch you. <laughs> can we agree? Yeah, can, can we just we decide when I get to do this? Here's Hold on, saying. we need a sidebar. Next just, time, <laughs> here's what, here's, uh, don't worry, I have a plan. Okay. <laughs> So you uh, whispered that in the I microphone. Talk directly to your client. At your own risk. <laughs> I don't talk. This I don't talk directly to him. So uh, it came out on January second. Next, uh, don't punch me. I'm yeah, going to punch somebody. Uh, the next Mitchell, time, say, punch. Please, we're very close to resolving this. Don't punch <laughs> me. First off, the next time Nat is on the show, you said that last time. No, but a legally binding agreement in front of God and all of these witnesses. <laughs> these judges. If the world isn't different by that point... You no, are, you can't say general bullshit and say if the world isn't... He's got to have a certain number of downloads, a certain number of things... It wasn't as easy to trick as I thought. <laughs> the original uh, agreement. I was going to do a leprechaun thing on it. Okay, we'll do it. We'll do a different... Do a Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> no, do a Rumpelstiltskin. No, if you can guess Nat Towson's name... No, 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 no. Very easy. That's off the table. That's off the table. 
basketball. Uh, here's the thing. It's up to Nat when he returns to the show to prove to you that he has changed the world. It's not about a number of downloads because the world changes yeah, sometimes small and sometimes great ways. And we don't always know that. So, hey. I'm lawyering over Would here. Would you like to see the facts <laughs> of my gorilla hair sweater again? I pulled off most of the hair at this oh, okay. point. I could create more. Uh, gross. Was it my was, hair? The, it, a lot of it was stuck all the way in. Uh, <laughs> Might have been my wife's. <laughs> <laughs> your wife's hair grows into your back? I mean, uh, we have a weird it's, relationship. It's on Nat to convince you that he has changed the world the next time that he comes here. We're going to give him a little more time to do like that because it just dropped you know, a month and but this is on uh, 13 your terms. days ago. You get to determine no, we, need the, we need the audience to see if I can convince the audience. Uh, okay. the audience. Uh, I am conferred with my client. Oh, we boy. believe that I'm a... Going back uh, to land. Down. And this is bullshit. An arbiter. Uh, the defense rests. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Next time Matt returns to the show, the audience will determine whether he has, in fact, changed the world based on palpable metrics provided by Nat Towson. This is good. I'll tell you what, if the audience cheers louder for Nat. Then me, next time he's on the show, I won't punch him. But if I get more cheers, I'm punching him in the stomach. Yes, that, and I don't care who the fuck you pretend to be. That was implied. That was exactly what this deal was. I didn't know my client was looking forward to punching someone so much. But wow. he definitely is. Uh, well, I'll also mention, if you punch my client in the stomach, you're going to jail. <laughs> and now it's time for our next section, <laughs> which we like to call The, the Punch. <laughs> The stack. <laughs> the stack. Uh, and in the stack, we're going to talk about a couple of. Uh, we probably should plug your stuff. At the uh, end don't worry. All right, uh, we're going to move on with uh, talking about a bunch of comics that come out this week. Let's talk about New Mutants number seven from Marvel Comics first. Uh, now we'll actually talk to you first. You are really enjoying this book. Yeah, I really like uh, New Mutants. Has been really fun. I'm. It's sort of split right now between adventures that are happening on Earth in. Uh, in, in in the Midwest somewhere, I believe, and yeah. then also deep in space near the Shi'ar Empire. And I'm enjoying that side, the space side of the story a lot more, I think. Yeah. Um, I think Jonathan Hickman, this is the, so he's writing both the main X-Men book and New Mutants right now. Um, and I think he is really good at writing like really carefully plotted, extremely complicated sci-fi or superhero stories and but he's also really good at like the sort of fun side like the personalities of the characters more and sometimes I think he gets a little lost in and not even lost because I love it but he gets singularly focused on telling these really densely plotted stories that are incredible and and the degree to which they are complicated but consistent and the, the, the payoffs feel earned uh, is really amazing, but I think that sometimes the more complicated the story gets, he has fewer character moments. And I think what's been fun about this New Mutants arc is essentially the plot is uh, that uh, Bobby misses his friend Sam, who lives in space now, and so they go, let's get a spaceship and go to space. Yeah. And then inevitably they get tangled up in something that goes wrong. And then in the end of this issue, they're sort of like, all right, was that... Was that the goal? Was Did that we what do you it? wanted? <laughs> we went in and they were like, oh, yeah, I guess kind of kind of forgot why we were out here. Which yeah. is like, it was very fun, though. But what's, what's tough is, like, meanwhile, back on the island nation of Krakoa, they, they need them to get back. Like, they, uh, they need them for stuff. So it's like, 
they're having this kind of carefree uh, adventure, but they're fucking super needed back home. It so bothers you. It bothers me. What are they missing? I, I, I think it's okay because it's, it's taking place in a very compressed timeline, and that's all right. Like, I I like having a fuck around book as part of the line. And this definitely feels like there's a a, a Dungeons and Dragons style game you play in the middle of this book if you want with a, yep. a page Yeah, of this rules. issue is perhaps the silliest of that it's been so far. The, whole, the recap is like 8 pages long in the beginning and there's and a whole like meta moment where they're like, "Hey man, you missed a couple issues uh, where I think Danny is uh, busting uh, Roberto Acosta's uh, balls about not remembering about the stuff happening on Earth." <laughs> I mean, this is a book that started with like 5 uh, new mutants <laughs> And now there's like 10 and it's all over the place and it's fun. Yeah. And particularly because the rest of it is so serious and so quote unquote important, as you were mentioning, mm-hmm. uh, it's nice to have one that's just uh, enjoyable, like classic mm-hmm. X-Men hanging it's out. Carefree. It's not time. that carefree because you're like, motherfuckers, people you, need where, you back you think home. they're missing on how, Earth? Yeah, how much time Dude, there have been issues where literally some of the X-Men are like, oh man, we want to do this thing, but we need fucking so-and-so who just stole the ship and went on a fucking joyride. But this is comics. It's not like they're missing an appointment. Uh, they're not doctors that uh, in the real world that have to do surgery. <laughs> like, sure. But so the thing you take away from this is like they should be on Earth where they belong. Well, the thing is, it's it's cool that they're having fun and chasing their friends around. But like, uh, meanwhile, back home, shit's getting serious. Like, there are people in a fight circle getting murdered and stuff. Like, shit is going on. I mean, I see. I, I do see your point. I, I do, but I think Alex is right that like this all takes place between like X Men one and three. I th- I, yeah. could, I could be wrong on that, but it seems like this not that much time has actually elapsed. The other side of this book, the stuff that's going on on Earth, is a lot darker. Also, like, yeah, that definitely. Side is, the Sad. end of the previous issue was like. But also, parents Hickman is writing yeah. that stuff, right? What's Isn't that, that uh, Rob Williams or somebody is writing that? Oh, are they trading off? I, on think it? So. I, I didn't realize that. That makes sense because this is much more Hickman's voice, and the fact that it is Hickman makes me wonder. Um, cause he's very good at doing that thing where he leaves one dangling detail that you either go like, huh, like he, he'll do that a lot where there'll be an example from this book is when they first saw the Shi'ar death squad. He's, there's like a page that's like one of those info pages that's listing all of them. And then here's one on the list who's just not in the picture. And it's like, wonder where that is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that paid off in this issue, but there have been dozens of things like that since this run started where he introduces some element or there's like an info page and one chapter is just blacked out of it. And those things are all going to eventually come back, I'm certain. Yeah. So my, what I'm wondering is, we're reading this, you know, what, four-issue arc of them having a fun space adventure. Like, what just got set up that's going to pay back into the continuity eventually? Oh. Interesting. What do you think? Do you think this is going to pay off in the long run? Yeah, I do. I mean... Hickman works by like putting a million things on the chessboard, uh, and then puts like once all the chess pieces are there, he's like, I'll put some rocks up there, uh, some <laughs> yeah. Cheetos, any other random things, and oh, they Lego all Lego guys, maybe a couple some, Lego uh, guys, which are very uh, good at chess, some living mice, uh, <laughs> yeah, living mice. Uh, we'll definitely pick this up. Let's move to another Marvel comic book, Runaways number thirty. Yes, all the runaways in the crowd crowd loves it. Uh, So the runaways are playing at being superheroes. Of course, Gert suspects that something is wrong. This book is great every single time. It's really good. I feel like with all all the arcs in this new run, like each issue just slowly turns the volume up on the premise of each individual arc. And 
it's really well drawn. Uh, all the characters, it feels like the original Runaways in totally different uh, stakes and situations. Yeah, this is uh, by Ray Morrell. Is the art by Chris Anka again, or is it somebody different? The art is by not Chris Anka, Andres Genole. Oh, okay. Well, it definitely channels Chris yeah, very Anka's in the too. style of Chris Anka. Yeah. Cool. Oh, by the way, the art of the New Mutants book is also What bothered you about this? Because they're running what? away from their problems. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They should be at home. Yeah, they should. Do you miss home? Do you miss your home? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe I do. Why are you mad at me? I'm your yeah. lawyer. <laughs> don't, don't, come, don't come at me, bro. Right? I'm not coming at you. I'm asking you questions. Uh, Pete, uh, just to throw something out at you, there are a couple of uh, pillows backstage. Do you want me to throw them out so you can recline even further? <laughs> or would you like to punch them? I don't Ooh, know. Yeah, sure. That'll be good. Yeah. Are you just getting prepped for Passover? <laughs> right? What? Yeah, one guy left. <laughs> eh, it's a holiday where you reclined. <laughs> you let things pass over you? Is that? Uh, nope. Yeah, like they, no, that's, no, it's actually very active and bloody and uh, dark. I'll, oh. I'll tell you the Passover. You can come to my Seder this year. Wow. Sweet. That would be finally. It'd be nice yeah. to be invited. Come by the How Seder. many chairs have you left empty? Uh, just the one. Why? There's two of us. I know, but neither <laughs> of you are Elijah. Huh? Leave three open, Elijah. Can, he never shows up. Yes. <laughs> it's very weird. It's rude. We invite him every it's year. It's rude. <laughs> uh, we'll leave three empty, and we'll take two of them. Okay. I'll leave glasses of wine there, and when I turn back, they'll be gone. Ooh. Yeah, the, the wine will be gone. Or yes. will be gone. Uh, we'll be whichever. gone. <laughs> All Hopefully of your both. Yeah. Hey, Alex. <laughs> what about instead of like uh, uh, eating bitter herbs at your Seder, you had like a Subway meatball sub? Do you think that uh, that yeah. bring in? That's about the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll have a Subway Meatball sub with cheddar yeah. cheese and my Jewish seder. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, to, to represent uh, what the early <laughs> Hebrews had to yeah, experience. Bread, right? If a Passover seder? Oh, yo, I'm sorry. You're right. Not on a, sub, on, uh, on mat, a matzah ball. Uh, I'm sorry. A, a matzah ball sub on matzah. Uh, yeah. With the marinara sauce. <laughs> that sounds I good. I mean, now it's actually sounding a little bit like my Seder. Honestly, if Elijah's anything like Pete, I think he'll finally show up if there's a subway. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, that's what we're going to talk about. This is from DC Black Label Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Woohoo! Volume yeah. 2. Yeah. I think it's volume now we're two. talking. Dead Earth. <laughs> now we're talking. So this is a post apocalyptic tale of Wonder Woman traveling through a, I want to say, Dead Earth. And it is yeah. by Daniel Warren Johnson, who Pete. Love so much. He bought the T-shirt. Pete, you want made to talk the, about? I did, made a T-shirt, and then you lovely paid for it, right? people uh, bought also a T-shirt for me. There yeah, um, but uh, yeah, this is fantastic. Uh, really showcasing amazing art, and the action is phenomenal. And it's kind of Wonder Woman uh, fighting her way through this uh, landscape. A very exciting way, and she has. Uh, Batman's utility belt. So yeah, yeah, pretty badass. The best part of Batman. His belt. Oh, yeah. man, come on. <laughs> Do you I mean, name a better part? Yeah. Batman. Whoa. <laughs> Touche. Damn, that's All a right. good answer. Okay. Uh, what did you think about this book, Justin? Uh, this book is great. I yeah. love it. It's a sort of omnibus-style format. It's uh, larger and uh, much the art. You just get to see the art more. <laughs> the great, really well showcased there, yeah. Mr. Van White. I will White. say, it makes a great hat. If you're entering on stage, that's true. We've proven that tonight, um, and it's uh, it is a lot like Murder Falcon in that it's like very intense action, uh, big emotions, uh, 
Wonder Woman's going through. We get flashbacks to her coming up and what it was like for her to be too powerful, then powered down, and now she's on this dead earth where she has to use all of her faculties to try to save those small humans that are left. Yeah, Yeah. and the monsters are great. If you read Murder Falcon, you know that he draws incredible monsters here. They're even grosser and bigger in a very uh, specific way. Uh, Fantastic stuff. Yeah, this book, like, I think that I'm sure that I have complained about this on the show before, but, like, the thing that sort of... Watch yourself. Okay. What are you going to do? Punch me? <laughs> Uh-oh. I yeah. think he's My lawyer's another. here. Uh, yeah, I'll punch your lawyer, I'll too. I'll protect him. <laughs> he's going to punch through your lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's like a hole through Alex's stomach. <laughs> I <laughs> am Jack! <laughs> what were you going to say? Catchphrase. Uh, the thing that I think keep, has kept me from like reading DC Comics consistently for a long time is that the house style of their art is so much more locked down with, uh, than other publishers, like specifically Marvel, but also obviously independent publishers. And like they had that brief publishing initiative. I think it was, I think it was DCU, like YOU, yep. where they had Babstar drawing. Um, Batgirl, and they had like a bunch of oh, yeah. sort of like Tumblr artists and people like brought brought in a bunch of like different newer looking art styles. And then I feel it was like six months, and they're like, actually, uh, let's make it look like yeah. it's two thousand again. And I think I I don't know exactly when because DC didn't stuff didn't look. I think it was consistent, but it wasn't this consistent look until like digital coloring took over and like they started using gradients for everything. And I just like most DC books they kind of just all look the same to me. And, and some there, there's like better ends of that. Like I like Greg Capullo on Batman and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. like, I think he did like the best interpretation of that. And I think they mm. gave him a longer leash than most people. This feels like an image book. Like this is, yeah. I love this. Like it, I love seeing these characters drawn with like a much more expressive style and like, like flatter, um, not quite as like fluorescent colors. And like, like this, this feels like, um, uh, I don't know. It, it reminds me of like, I mean, this is a little more cartoonish, but like Headlopper or uh, They're yeah. Not Like Us. It's just books? like a modernized Frank Miller, you could even say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, and it's it's definitely, like, it's not terribly off model or anything like that, but it's not those, like, hard black outlines to everything, and the coloring is a little bit more muted. Um, it's really beautiful, and it's, like, it's amazing that they're getting the chance to do that with one of the like top three characters that they have. Yeah, yeah it's great. Uh, it's great stuff. Definitely pick that up. And that's it for the stack. Yeah. All right. We're going to move on to our next section, which is my favorite section because you all make it up. It's your audience question. Yes. Yeah. And for that, I'm going to come out there. to you. You're going to ask Go a question. Go get them, What? Go, Go get them. Oh, thanks, Get guys. that audience. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Watch out. I don't want to knock over your beer, man. Take him uh, down a peg. I saw this hand. Alex is doing first. a lot of characters tonight. You, know? you should just, see him lately. Oh, he's dude. He's, really, been, he's more characters now. He's yeah, expanding. No, it's, like, it's like my thing. I this like, is like, like kind of a, like, like a 70s Dennis Hopper character. Yeah. I think he's having second. a psychotic break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good for the show, Hi, my name is Brandon, and uh, I'll try to keep it quick so that there's enough time for Elijah's question. So, <laughs> what I, uh, oh, that's We just leave the mic alone for Elijah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. So, uh, what I wanted to know is, uh, since you're uh, uh, creating robots to replace us in our jobs in comedy... Well said. Uh, no, actually, it's not. Uh, but, well said. <laughs> but what I was wondering is, are you working on an AI that can also make people, you know as damaged, like an AI that could be as much a mess as, say, Richard Pryor. I just watched, uh, uh, rewatched um, Blade Runner, and uh, so, like, is Rudger Hauer's shitty poetry in that, like, a stepping stone to an AI <laughs> uh, Richard Pryor? Wow. Uh, no, obviously not, but... Um, Interesting. 
but I mean, you definitely can. I mean, to, I didn't get to this in the beginning uh, because Pete was threatening to physically harm me. But um, <laughs> essentially, okay, I'm a, I have the microphone now. But uh, <laughs> essentially, I mean, you know, and Alex, Alex alluded to this. Anytime someone shows you something, they go, "Oh, this was written by an AI. This was written by a bot." Uh, they're leaving out a part of the story. Essentially. Um, AI technology, at least as it currently exists, does not is not capable of producing something long form and coherent that would actually mimic another person. Um, so most of what you're seeing and what we focus on is collaborations between people and technology. And I would argue that that's been since you know since the pencil. That's been the way that art has progressed is a sort of meeting point and interaction between humans and technology. You cool with pencils, Pete? <laughs> yeah. Nah, man. <laughs> what about me? Yeah, me- I was going to say mechanical pencils. Is that what the line yeah, yeah, is? Yeah. Fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. writes with like a stone on the sidewalk. Yeah, right, he's right. taking jobs away from birds. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he used to use bird feathers for writing. Yeah, taking jobs away from birds <laughs> who used to sell their feathers to our founding fathers and that's why they wrote the concept Constitution. Well, it got weird. And That's the true. birds used to get money out of that. And you killed their business. USA. <laughs> USA. Oh, my God. What this happened? This has taken a turn. Yeah. Anyway, the point being, it's a collaboration between a person and an AI. But you could, if you wanted to, for example, take one of our tools and plug a full Richard Pryor stand-up routine into it and then see what results you would get from that and use that to write your own Richard Pryor Probably stand-up. something better than he could have done. Oh, oh come on. Oh. Holy Whoa. shit. Wow. Wow. What was that with Superman 3, right? Oh, oh hey. come oh, on. I mean, that's the main I, thing he's known from. That was his stand-up special, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Excuse Superman me, Alex. Uh, he was number one on Comedy Central featuring Sierra Mist's 100 Greatest Comics of the 20th Century. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the definitive list. Yeah. Sierra Mist, everyone's favorite comedy soda. Yeah. <laughs> it was featured heavily in several hours. It's very TV funny soda. Oh, it is. Of all the sodas. <laughs> what would you say the second funniest soda is? I mean, Mountain oh, Dew. Mr. Pibb, dude. Mr. Yeah, I mean, Mr. Pibb is the funniest soda. Uh, right. Because uh, they took Dr. Pepper and were like, nah, you didn't go to school. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. I, Pibb sounds like he wears a bowler hat. Good evening, I am Mr. Pibb. Would you like to try my tonic, my yeah. soda tonic? Uh, a sip of my elixir, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> my name is Kevin. Hi, okay. Kevin. Okay. Uh, besides Pete and <laughs> Superboy, mm-hmm. what do you think are some of the definitive punches in comic history? Ooh, Ooh that's great good. question. Superboy, uh, obviously the famous Superboy uh, Prime. He's talking about yes, who punched the reality. Crisis punch. Uh, yeah, I would, it was the, it was like uh, one of the first like Captain America comics where he punched out Hitler. Yeah, was Captain America number one on yeah. the cover. Yeah, so I would I, say that's my answer. My answer is also a Captain America punch, but it's the. It's Infinity Gauntlet 4, I think, uh, uh, where they have this huge scheme to get close to Thanos, and they're like, everyone has their own little part, and it ends with Captain America just punching him in the face. <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't end up yeah, working. Work. But I love that But it's that such issue, a great though. moment that it all, it all like, uh, capitulates in that like one punch, but then he gets the gauntlet back. Uh, anyway. We didn't say the Superman Doomsday. That's punch. what I was going to say. That was going to be my answer as well. Yeah, they um, killed each other by they punching each, each other with in the one fist. Punch. Yeah, the that timing on that confused me. Yeah, like I feel like you'd break your fist. Maybe it would unfurl a little bit, but that's not the thing that would kill you. Even when I read that, I was like, "That's convenient." They both punch each other to death like simultaneously. They had fought, they had fought for like a week. 
You know what bothered me about that the most is that if you look at that issue, Superman's fingers are interlocked. And if you ever yes. learn anything, like if you ever do martial arts, they'll never do that. You'll break your fingers if you do that. Superman swings like this. Yeah, take a volleyball. It's with not all normal fingers. fingers, man. He's he's Superman. Yeah, Maybe but that's Doomsday's what killed him. Got, got a normal jaw. That's like what it, killed him. The fingers. He broke his fingers. Yeah. He was like, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> all my fingies. He died of embarrassment. Yeah. yeah, that's been bothering me since high school, and it's just this is the first time it's come up. It probably oh, wow, over a decade. Great. But wow. yeah, don't don't interlock uh, your fingers to hey, hit someone. Maybe you know something's been bothering that long. Talk to a therapist or something. Wow, wow. Okay. Pete's coming at you at all angles here. Yeah, He's like, yeah. I'm going to punch you. Also, you need to see a fucking therapist. <laughs> you need to get your head straight and then your face because yeah. I'm going to mess Pete it up. Pete knows something about therapy. He's not even therapy. He's lying down on a couch right now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this is Pete's weekly therapy. It's not <laughs> going well. Uh, I think we can take another question if anybody's got one. Anybody have a question about anything? Question? Comment? Anything oh, at all. Oh, you got another one. Oh, we've got uh, another down question. Over here. Coming in hot. Yeah. More AI. I was Taking just going to just gonna throw in uh, Batman Guy Gardner in Justice League. Uh, one uh, punch. It was just one punch. That one. Yeah, yeah that's a good one that's too. That's a good one. Yeah, there we go. There are more I punches. I don't remember yes. that one. Uh, that, those are the only punches in comic books. Yeah. Uh, do we have any other questions? Nothing. There's all the lasers. All right, we're going to move on. Oh, did Kevin, did you Kevin? have another one? Oh, we got another question. All right, back and forth, back and forth. Kevin, Kevin what's going uh, on? What are your favorite right. questions? <laughs> another quick one. That's kicks. Favorite amorphous characters. Oh, Amorphous. like the gas guy who was on the ship in the New Mutants we were talking about. Oh, okay. Is that what you mean? Uh, does, that, does that count? Like blobby, right. goofy... Uh, Nick Nolte in the first Hulk movie <laughs> as Absorbing Bad. He was That's, a yeah. cloud. That's your answer? That's your favorite? That's your favorite? That's your favorite. Your favorite was Nick Nolte. Yeah, I love Nick Nolte. Your amorphous character in a comic book is Nick Nolte, the actor <laughs> who played... Yeah, I gotta say, that's, a, that's villain. a controversial answer. I have spoken. In the second Hulk movie. <laughs> I have spoken. Is that okay? A, is he he says a, that in The Mandalorian. No, he, he says a, that a lot now. He says, Alex has spoken. Uh, and he's like, doing okay, Alex spoke. He's, doing a, he's doing a Mandalorian. Okay. Yeah, I have spoken. Uh, I, I, I like. Okay. Great character. Uh, we would have got it the first that's time. The fourth or fifth character. Fifth character. Yeah. Alex is having an identity crisis. Oh, you're not going to suggest therapy for him. That's but right. I'm just mad about a comic no, book. I'm good okay. to go. I get, just got to do a couple more voices. And yeah, exactly. Then I'll nail you're, that audition. You're like Joaquin Phoenix, like a third of the way into the Joker, right? <laughs> you're like pre-stair dance. And, but fine. Yeah, I'm just doing like this fucked up shit with my body. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Wow, stop, Hey, there's please. nothing weird about that. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to have nightmares. Stop moving. I'm going to go home on the subway tonight. Some dudes will be singing sod time at me. I'll be like, oh, that's fucking it. Yeah. Oh, here we go. I mean, Alex I don't always... get that reference because I didn't make it through that piece of shit movie. You didn't see it. Oh, I think man. you need to watch it just so you can look for the warning signs and that happening in Alex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, that's my Yeah, if your friend has early onset jokes, you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> Toot sweet. Uh, amorphous uh, characters. I like uh, the the um, in the post crisis DC universe uh, how Supergirl was just like a pink blob. That's for a, a while. great answer. I actually really like that as well. It was that was Peter the, David was writing in it. Yeah, think. yeah. The, it the was Matrix su- or whatever that character was. It called. was super weird, yeah. and she was like. Uh, 
mostly as Supergirl, but could just be blobby for some reason. Yeah, That's... or sometimes we get like hit really hard or electrocute or like pass out and then just turn into like a, a blob. I don't. The, yes. the continuity of that was a little confusing because then they merged the characters. It at was one point. confusing. She but had brown point, hair when she was. Yeah. Well, not to get back to the death of Superman, but that's one of the weirdest things about trying to read that now because you have pieces of continuity like that where you get like it's this broad span of the DC universe, and then in the middle it's like Supergirl. She gets punched by Doomsday and explodes into the silly putty. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, and she's yeah. dating Lex Luthor at the time. She's I believe dating Lex Luthor, who's a good guy. Yeah. Big red bearded Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor too. Lex Luthor too. But he was actually secretly Lex the original L- Lex Luthor's brain put into a clone of himself. Right, and passing himself off as Lex Luthor's son. Right, exactly. And Comics are fun. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. I like that run. But great amorphous blob. Yeah. Uh, does dupe count? Uh, he's he's just a regular morphous. blob. He's yeah, morphous. He's uh, morphous. I knew he I doesn't didn't. stretch. Yeah, I, I think even my answer is stretching it. It's blobby, but not so amorphous. Well, yeah, Duke's dude, just kind of a, a, a amorphous blob. Yeah, a amorphous blob. <laughs> <laughs> confusing. Yeah, very confusing. Um, I guess I mean Clayface from Batman. I feel like we talked about Batman the animated series a lot on this. We do show lately, oh, yeah. but uh, we talked about that I think maybe last week. But that's the first thing that came to mind. That two part episode. Um, where he's the the actor that becomes Clayface. How about the character in the original Young Justice run, who I think his name was Secret, I want to say, who was just sort of like a gas, like kind of a ghost, but she was just sort of like a gaseous creature. Do you guys remember what I'm talking about? Um, that was meant to be sort of their raven. Yeah, sort of. And but it was like they, but I, I think they were the character was just known as Secret or her first name or something like that because it was the like the original conceit was that they had rescued her from like a research facility, yeah, and that they were pretending not to know who she was, or that they right. were pretending that, that she wasn't part of the team, and then the everyone was chasing them to try to get to her, like whatever government agency or rocks on or whatever it was they stole her from. Yeah, that's like the their, first issue, I think. She was their secret. Uh, yeah, and that was back when there was like the Justice League was all those heroes. Teen Titans was the second generation mm-hmm. that mapped all those same heroes, and then Young Justice mm-hmm. still also did that. For well, some they, well, they also had the Justice Society. Also, they had four, yeah. uh, that was like late before the, the like the a few years before they did the New Fifty Two reboot to simplify things, where there were basically like. World War One, World War Two, yeah. Cold War, nineties, and then and then a th- sort of fifth generation of yeah. every character coming in. So there, there were, were like five eight flashes layers of the yeah. same idea. Right, right, and they it's had like merged. Being like, I have a great idea. What if it's younger that? Yeah, exactly. Uh, over and over again. Well, they'd also, when they did Crisis on Infinite Earths, they were like, there's too many alternate realities. They merged like the last five of them. But what that meant was that, except for like Superman and. Wonder Woman, I guess there were like two versions of every, at least two versions of every character right there from different generations. Like there was the Jay Garrick Flash and yeah. the there are too many flashes. Yeah, there's, there there were at some point like seven or eight flashes. I think yeah, it's a lot of flashes. Yeah. All right, that's it for your questions. Yeah. We're going to move on to trivia. And for that, we're going to turn it over to Pete LePage. I will say real quick, um, in my sorry to uh, jump to the music there, but I in the. Review of the comics we said. I've said another clue to the the actual thing oh. to get the Starman quiz. Wow! Wow! Well, if you, we told you, you when, you have know. to listen. Did you, were you listening to when I was Wait, talking? Wait, you also both times talked about the Batman the animated series. Oh. 
interesting. Uh, that was in audience questions, which is I'm talking about the stack. Oh, I said stack. last week I said yeah. the actual phrase split up, and this week I said a, a clue, a three word clue in the things that I said. So I'll tell you what, you guys should uh, probably run this through a uh, transcription software, and mm-hmm. then put it through a word cloud generator and see oh, what you can true. come up with. I actually send it, head it over to Botnik Studios. Actually, we can generate some new Justin lines uh, in case Justin's ever not here. Oh, that will be underhelpful, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. eventually we'll all be replaced by an AI. Take it away, Pete. All right. So this part we give back to you, the lovely audience. It's an opportunity to win twenty-five free dollars in the form of a gift card to Midtown Comics. Who would like twenty-five free dollars? A simple raising of the hand. Yes, you first hand wow. up person. First, come on down. Uh, here we go. Come Casual down, hand up. All the way in the back. Yeah, here we go. please come over. Yeah, right there. Uh, what is your name? Megan. Megan. Audience. Audience. Megan. Hi. Wow. All right, Megan. I'm going to read you a question. Listen to all three possible answers. Get all three questions right. Twenty five dollars yours. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yep. All right. So today's trivia is on topical comic news. Okay. okay. Question number one. Who said a showdown is coming between Hickman's X-Men and the rest of the Marvel U? Is it A, Jason Aaron, or is it B, Dan Slott, <laughs> or is it C, Rick Rome- Rick Moranis? Ooh. I really thought he was going to say Rick Remender and have an actual yeah. themed <laughs> answer for once. Yeah. Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron is correct. All right, here we go. Question number two. Lock and Key will be doing a crossover event with the Sandman universe in October called blank. Is it A, Mr. Sandman, give me a key? Or is it B, (laughs) Helen Gone? Or is it C, Eugene Levy? So it's either A, Mr. Sandman, give me a key, or B, (laughs) Helen Gone. Um, uh, B. B is Great. correct. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you lightly sang that first clue. Oh, wow. first Thank answer. You. Thank you. Really All right, here we go. You Last truly, one. I, I don't know if I've ever said this. Right. You are a star. <laughs> oh, a star. I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> All right. Last one. Who takes the spotlight in Archie Comics number 712? Is it A, Katie Keene? Wow, that seems very topical. Or is it B, Pops? <laughs> Or is it Not C, topical. Mary Gross? So it's either A if you would like $25, <laughs> or you could pick something else. I'll guess A. A is correct. $25 yeah. yours. Nice. Congratulations, Megan. Congratulations. Well, I will say Mary Gross does sound like an Archie character. Yeah, yeah it does. Uh, now, mention there's I want a the secret and a garbage pail kid. There is a secret <laughs> quiz hiding in Pete's quiz. The three clues were Rick Moranis, Mary Gross, and... Eugene, Eugene Levy. Levy. It's all a Robin Williams movie for some reason. Kevin, which is it? I'm thinking Club Paradise. Club Paradise is correct, sir. Way to go, wow. Kev. Way to go, Kev. There we go. And of course, Kevin wins for getting that. Nothing. Okay. Right. <laughs> Was there a prize it's, for that? Uh, no, no prizes, I guess. No. It's just Kevin has a satisfaction knowing that he's a smart individual. The <laughs> ultimate prize is knowing that you're smart. Yep. And uh, I think Kevin gets to punch you? Uh, <laughs> nope. Nope. As my lawyer, you know that's not correct. <laughs> okay. Just testing the waters. Like a good lawyer, I'm testing the truth at all times. I think you're going to want to take this deal. As we all know, tomorrow is new comic book day. We recommend you go to Midtown Comics because they would 
been nice enough to sponsor the show. Pete, what are you looking forward to? Oh, thank you so much for asking. Anytime, Pete. I'm looking forward... You know what? Not anytime, once a week. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I'm looking forward to Finger Guns, number one. Okay. Uh-huh. And speaking of Finger Guns, I'm also looking to forward to Punisher Soviet, number four of six. Yeah, he, yeah. he doesn't Ooh, use regular it. guns. He uses only finger guns. In that <laughs> but they're guns that shoot fingers. Honestly, that's what I want. I want a Punisher comic that just him going, pew! <laughs> it's not Star Wars. Bang. He wouldn't say pew. Yeah, he would say. Yeah. He would say bang. Yeah. Do they have a? Do they have the trademark on pew? Like, if, is it like yeah. thwip? Like you can't say like pew in a different comic. No, book? Florence pew actually. Has uh, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> that's right, man. Florence pew. Florence pew. <laughs> pew pew. Florence wow. pew. Uh, what are you really working for? with the audience? I gotta say. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to um, X-Men number seven. Uh, you, yeah. Wait, is that the one where tomorrow. they're just sitting around no, talking? No, 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 It comes Dude, out tomorrow. Pete. It oh, comes okay. out tomorrow. So it's a comic that we won't read until the future. Oh, right. right. My bad. You haven't read it. It is Tuesday night. It comes out tomorrow. That's, that's exactly right. There what are you go. talking about? I, don't know, I got confused. Yeah, you got really confused. Sure. It's a great issue. I already read it. And uh, <laughs> what happens is... <laughs> I'm just kidding, Alex. Yeah, oh, look relax. how mad he is. Look at those eyeballs. Look at the beady eyeballs come out. That's when you know you're in trouble. I pulled up too much hair from his sweater, and now he's angry. Fucking eyeballs start shaking <laughs> with rage. That's what keeps me calm. Uh, the calm. hair. Oh, the little, little hairy, hu- the hairy hug of the back of his sweater. <laughs> uh, X-Men number seven. Excited to check it out. It's a, a comic with uh, Cyclops. We've been talking about the X-Men universe a lot, where uh, there's so many ideas on the table. And it feels like this issue is really going to uh, solidify one aspect of that. Also, Ice Cream Man number 18, oh, uh, one of my favorite comics. Uh, great you can't comic. do that. Now give you more time doesn't have one. Sure. Because I made you angry. No, 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 you didn't make me You know what? Minutes. I'm going to represent you as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be so your much. lawyer. Uh, this is my lawyer, by the way. He'll be po- representing oh me from now on. Po Bono. <laughs> no, I'm representing you in your fight with me. I will say we're going to have reviews of both those comics that Justin mentioned in our stack podcast tomorrow that goes up Wednesday at 9 a.m. in the comic book club feed and in its own feed. So check it out there and we'll have plenty of reviews. I was going to choose one of those two things, but you took what one. about other comics? Do you like any other I, can think of, I don't know. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Number one. That's oh, a fun book. Wow, that's, uh, that's pairing up two comic book characters. They're going to get together and I think they're going to agree on everything. Uh, now, what are you looking forward to? Uh, in that vein, uh, I like two comic book characters, so I'm going to check out <laughs> Giant Size X-Men, uh, Jean Grey, uh, <laughs> Jean Grey slash Emma Frost number one by yep. Jonathan Hickman yes. and Russell Dodderman, I think. Um, I, yeah, I mean, we've, we've sung, sang the praises of the, the X-Men's really good right now. All the books are really good. I really like to see, uh, I, I've liked almost every uh, co- uh, concurrent series that's coming out, and I'm interested to see what they do with like spotlight books like this because I think giving Hickman even I mean, even even though the main title has been sort of each issue is about something different, like giving him a longer uh, issue to just sort of flesh out some of these characters, and I also I want to figure out. What's going on with Jean Grey and Emma Frost, and 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 are they are they swingers now? And also, yeah. are also I should wear that Marvel Girl costume, and like maybe they'll get into some of the stuff that happened before Dawn of X that doesn't make any sense yet. As we read in Dawn of X, everybody fucks. 
Yeah, it, does seem, it does seem that way. F U X. That was yeah. the, the yeah. number three. There is my favorite part at the end of that is when Rodney Dangerfield came out and said, "We're all going to get laid." Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> it's weird that he's immune. Well, they brought <laughs> him back is. to life. That's what happened. They, yeah, there you go. Oh, very sad. That was the the John Hickman was like the X Men can bring any mutant back to life and Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I finally then, got respect. How was now, that? That's a good <laughs> that character. Good. That's a good hey, character. Right on the plate for you. Thank you. I think Ronnie Dangerfield's mutant power is sticking his eyeballs way out. Yeah. Uh, somehow being in movies for 40 years. Yeah. Oh, he was boo. Back to school was great. That was Lady no way, I don't know why I'm looking directly at you. It is yeah. weird how it's much you're looking at that. Back to school was fucking great, that in your face. No, I like what do you want to plug? What's uh, coming up for yeah, you? Yeah, well, we didn't, we didn't talk about it in the beginning for good reason. Um, we had litigation to get through. But sure. uh, I host a show every Sunday night at the People's Improv Theater. Not this one. Across town at the People's Improv Improv Theater Underground called New Material Night. It's a stand-up comedy workshop. Uh, it features me and some local comedians and usually a uh, headlining comedian. Last week it was David Cross uh, was headlining. Uh, the week wow. before that, I believe it was Janine Garofalo. You had Jordan Klepper recently. Mm-hmm. You had Asif Manvi for a long time. Like, you have mm-hmm. great guests. Yeah, we always have great guests and there's drop-ins. You never know who's going to be there. Uh, next week we have uh, Otto Fernandez and Mike Kaplan are going to be there. The following week, uh, Roy Wood Jr. from The Daily Show is oh, headlining. Oh, man. So, yeah, every Sunday night, 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater, uh, it's 10 bucks, and you get to see professional comedians doing stuff that they probably wouldn't do in a more formal environment. And it's like a really cool sort of workshop show where you see something that you wouldn't see anywhere else. So That's check it out. That's awesome. Definitely go to that. A couple of things we're going to plug before we go. The show is free to come see and free to listen to, but it does uh, cost us a bit of money to do. If you want to support it, patreon.com <laughs> slash... What? <laughs> Nothing. You're right. It's costing us a fucking arm and a leg. <laughs> well, these legal fees alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, we this really is, we're all billing each other for <laughs> the legal fees. It's horrible. I'm actually your lawyer. Yeah, so yes. Pete, honestly, Pete's made uh, out the Actually, ass. I want to mention past eight o'clock, so I'm going to have to bill, bill you for this hour. Yeah, that's <laughs> a whole other bill of hour. That's yes. how you make money at podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patreon.com/slash Comic Book Club. Uh, you can support us there and get some fun bonuses at the same time. We also have a couple of other podcasts that we're running right now. Riverdale After Dark, a Riverdale podcast is going every Wednesday night after that show. Katie Keencast. Our Katie Keen podcast is every Thursday after that show. Also ongoing is our Lock and Key podcast, Lock and Key Unlocked, where we're currently recapping the Netflix show. We're about two-thirds of the way through that. So we're getting so close to that. Oh, my God. I'm so scared. And it's crazy for a show that everyone has already binged. I'm not binging it because we're doing the podcast. Yeah. And it sucks. Yes. (laughs) Sorry about that. I will say, I mean, we should probably say that for that podcast, uh, but uh, Netflix put out its uh, top ten list today, and it's still number three. Three, like it's three crazy. weeks on. It has a little tab that says top ten. Yeah, very What cute. a great that the show we like is liked by so many. It was weird. I clicked on it a bunch of times uh, on the top ten thing, and it didn't say Doctor's Album coming season two or anything like that, but I'm sure that's mm. functionality they'll put in later. Yeah, definitely. I, I don't think they've announced season two yet, right? Yeah. Uh, no, they haven't. Though, so I feel like it'd be weird to plug Dr. Zalbin specifically. Well, you got to get the fans <laughs> excited. Yeah. So they keep binging. You yeah, think they're going to do sort of like a, maybe like a road tour? Like they'll do like show Dr. Zalbin in different cities leading up to season two. <laughs> yeah. like, Hello, I'm here to check on your spine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm here to mix up your x-rays. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that is not a thing he did. 
he did mix he, up. He, he mixed them up. I mean, yeah. maybe I didn't. It was read one that. page. You didn't read the one page with you <laughs> yeah. on it. I skipped over. That's that literally page. what happens. He's like, I, I mixed up the extras. You didn't read about you. <laughs> I didn't read. That does. That seems. Didn't see that interesting. Wow. Mm. You're like, I know me. Skip. <laughs> How many panels into the page did you? Wife, two kids. I get it. Wow. What a dreamer. Uh, Pete, what do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our show. That's right. The punchable guests uh, like <laughs> Matt Towson. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast and many more. You can subscribe and listen on iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice. Uh, a couple of people we want to thank before we go. We want to thank Nat for being on the show. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Keep going. Roddy Ryan. Roddy Ryan. Most of all, we want to thank you all. We're here every single Tuesday at 7 p.m. I'm totally free next week. We're gonna have Hurricane Helms, a wrestler from the WWE. We're gonna see Monday Night Raw the night before the show and talk about what wow. we saw. He's gonna be here next week, so definitely come to that one. That should be a lot of fun. And he's and, gonna punch me. And he's yeah. gonna punch that. See you next time. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming out, everybody. Thank you. Just love me.